Okay, we are at the bottom of uh, 95b, Tzadik Hay Amud Bet. We are talking uh, about, which is the last bit of uh, the 10th chapter. Uh, we are, were talking yesterday, we were a little bit mid-sugya, but uh, we were talking about, uh, in terms of a flower pot that has got a hole in it, how big that hole has to be, uh, and uh, we moved on from there. And we said, just in general, we abstracted, and we said there are five uh, different types of holes, uh, and the size of the hole varies. Uh, and uh, once it becomes, uh, an, an item is defined as broken, it is no longer uh, subject to tumor. And we'd started off, we said if it had a very small hole that just uh, let liquid out, but couldn't um, uh, bring liquid in, uh, we say that uh, that was called a gistra. Uh, but uh, you could even put may um, chatat uh, in, the chatat, the liquids uh, of the water from a uh, the, the para aduma. Uh, we said if it, had, it could let water out of uh, this hole as well as uh, bring water into the hole, uh, so it's big enough to, to the, for the flow to go both ways, then it cannot no longer be used for the may chatat. Uh, but uh, it, it's still able to uh, be defined as separated. Uh, and and uh, separate when it comes to a um, uh, the uh, uh, the tumor of a of an of a item growing in it that it will be detached considered detached from the ground. Uh, then we said in terms of uh, something that's got a bigger a hole enough for a small root uh, that was the third category. We said uh, then it is connected uh, to the ground and uh, therefore those seeds are. Uh, therefore, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll say that they are connected to the ground. They will not become tame because they are defined as connected to the ground. Uh, but in terms of olives, uh, we say until that it's, uh, it could still make other foodstuffs uh, tame. If it is big enough to that let olives uh, go through, uh, then we said that, uh, um, uh, you know, then in terms of that, we said that it, 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 yeah, pomegranates was the next a big size and if it was big enough for a pomegranate well then uh, to go through a hole was big enough for a pomegranate to go through we said uh, that no one would really use it for anything and we'd mentioned uh, the last thing that we mentioned that even uh, if it had uh, a, a pomegranate uh, hole sized hole uh, uh, if it is inside a house in which a corpse is uh, as long as it was covered uh, on the top uh, then tuma the tumat mates won't go inside it amrav asi so rav asi says about that shmati klicheris shiro komotirimon uh, rav asi said that i heard in terms of this earthenware uh, vessel that the size is uh, to let a pomegranate out uh, i'm not quite sure what that means amalai rava so rava says shema lo shmata ela the mukaf tamid patil he said maybe that's only when uh, you've got a, uh, a cover over this earthenware thing, uh, and uh, but a normal one uh, will become pure. It's defined as broken uh, if its hole was as big as a pomegranate cover. Yesterday we had uh, that uh, the only time when it w- will become defined as uh, as uh, letting the tumor in from the dead person was if it was open on the majority. Uh, of the vessel so he said uh, in terms of it so that's an earthenware vessel um it becomes pure when it's let a uh, pomegranate out okay he said uh, you know then we said well maybe that's only when it was had a cover on it uh, it says Vahai Rava Huda Amar, but Rava was himself who said, Mukhav Tamutvid ad Shivtach Rubo. 
that is what we had yesterday, and he said that uh, you know even if it has got the size of a pomegranate uh, all around it, uh, then uh, a hole uh, the size of a pomegranate, uh, if it has got a uh, a seal on it, uh, then it still remains uh, impervious to uh, tumor from a mate uh, inside the inside the house of a mate. Uh, too much oil, uh, unless, as we said, um, it's it's majority of it is broken. So, what which you know which one does Rava hold? Uh, didn't did Rava say uh, that it's when it's, it's you know big as a pomegranate will absolve it from uh, uh, the. Uh, too much mate uh, of, of too much oil or not uh, and uh, or does it have to be majority of the Kli so it seems to be a contradiction in Rava and the Gemara answers uh, no Lord Kasha there is no contradiction here hi the Ravare hi Bezutre in terms of a pomegranate sized hole uh, that is where it is a big vessel uh, and, and therefore, a pomegranate-sized hole will render the whole vessel essentially useless because uh, you can't contain anything in it anymore. Uh, so uh, then the, the, that uh, thing will become pure uh, in terms of that. Um, and, uh, and and also, but however, when it is, uh, it says, when it's talking about the majority, that is talking about a small uh, vessel. So even though it is not the size of a pomegranate to go out, uh, that's, it will still become uh, pure because of the fact, or it will still uh, remain impervious to tumor unless most of it uh, is broken. That is talking about uh, with less than a pomegranate size, uh, but uh, because it's so small, uh, this vessel uh, that uh, the majority of it uh, is is open. So therefore, it, 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 the 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 lid can't help when the majority of the vessel has been breached. Okay, uh, that is the resolution to that. Amravasi he says about that uh, shonen. It says we actually have. Uh, what is the difference? Uh, it says kli cheres shiro mashke. In in terms of uh, an earthenware vessel, uh, it's where it it can uh, let water inside of it. Uh, and he says, well, I'm in Motsi Mashke, only time where they allowed where the, the, the shear. I remember we had these different, you know, there's five different levels uh, over here, and we said, he says the, the important one uh, in terms of an earth is uh, where the liquid goes out of it, as opposed to going in it, uh, and that's, that is defined as a, a gistra. So now the Gomorrah says, um, uh, the, he says, well, Kunes Mashke, well, I'm in Motsi Mashke, we only said uh, that it can let out water, Ella Leinian Gistra Bavad. The only reason uh, that we allowed outside is because uh, th- that was only in terms of a Gistra, uh, this, this, what's defined as a shard if it lets water out. My timer, what's the significance of that? Amarazutra, Brad of Nachman, he says about that, Lefish Einumrim, have a Gistra Le Gistra. Uh, we did mention this briefly yesterday. Uh, which we said, if something lets something out, you might still, even though the, the item gets broken, uh, it it still leaks a little bit. But uh, you still might use that if it gets broken, and uh, a little bit uh, is is fit enough to uh, contain something, but it might drip out a little bit. You still might keep it before for things that uh, won't seep through it. Maybe you might still keep it. However, uh, if something starts seeping through this uh, uh, as well, this broken piece now has uh, lets. Uh, bits out, uh, then you're not going to uh, get something, a third vessel to, to take this, the, the second what, what's spilling out of the second vessel uh, then you will throw it out okay um, okay um, 
Right, uh, and uh, and now moving on, uh, we say Amar Ula. So Ula says, "Pligi uh, ba Amarai b'Marava." Two Amaraim in the West, I and Eretz Yisrael uh, argue about this. Rav Yosi, Rav Avin, Berebi Avin, Rav Yosi, the son of Rabbi Avin, Rav Yosi bar Zavda, and Rav Yosi bar Zavda. What did they say? Chadamar kamotirimon. The one says uh, the significant size uh, of uh, something that to make an earthenware vessel impervious to tumma is the size where uh, it uh, uh, a, a pomegranate will slip out of its holes. It's got pomegranate-sized holes uh, in, so that it becomes useless uh, for carrying anything. katan. Um, and the other one says it is like a where the size of a small root, i.e. Uh, the discussion in terms of the five different levels, uh, one is three and one is five. Uh, and your, your, your simana is the one that says the one that's bigger, uh, the one that says uh, whether you do more, whether you do less, uh, then it's all really good. This is a, a side expression, uh, what it comes to teach us uh, in general, uh, when it says if you can afford, it's talking law, laws of sacrifices, uh, the one who can afford uh, to give a big animal, the one who can afford to give a small animal, uh, it all depends on what you can afford, it, it all depends. Um, it, it doesn't make a difference, the size of the animal, it all depends on your intention. Uh, so it's a kind of borrowed expression. Uh, it doesn't have that same meaning over here. Uh, really what it means is that uh, one holds the biggest position, one holds the smallest position. Obviously no one's going to say uh, that uh, if it just leaks a little bit, uh, letting water out, or even if it uh, is small enough to, uh, even if it's big enough to let water, not only let liquid out, but also to take in liquid, those are uh, uh, non, not defined as significant in terms of uh, this earthenware pot because a root can't get through. The minimum that would start off with is where a root can get through. So there's number three versus number five. And what they, what uh, what uh, the important thing uh, for our purposes is that they both leave out uh, the size of the olive, which was uh, uh, size number four. Uh, and uh, the one says the one, the one says the other. Um, all right, Amarav Chanina Bar Kahana Mishmaid Rabbi Elazar Eliezer, and Rav Chanina Bar Kahana says the name of Rabbi Eliezer. No, Klikher Shiro Komosi Zaitim. He defines it as position four uh, that all it needs to become Tahor is if it can't uh, hold olives inside it anymore. Makrashisha Brayda Derava Masayim Ba Mishmaid Rabbi Eliezer, and Makrashisha Son of Rabbi said that. Uh, Goes like Rebbe Yezer, Harei Hain, Kili Gululim Lakle Avanim, Kli Adama. He says that any, um, he says in the name like Rebbe Yezer, i.e., just an olive size, uh, and he says, um, the following as well, he says, and once it has that size hole, uh, it is uh, then it's made uh, the same as a vessel made out of dung, or, or, or stone vessels, made out of like earthen uh, earth, uh, as it well, you know, that's uh, that, that weren't baked, uh, otherwise, we call it cheres. Uh, that, that you know, what we've been discussing is pottery, uh, if it's just literally made out of hardened earth. Um, uh, they they are impervious to tumor all of those things dung vessels uh, these pure stone vessels and uh, and earth this earth 
uh, vessel made of earth, but that hasn't been uh, fired up in a in a in a, in a kiln. Um, uh, so it's, it's it's still quite soft. All of those are impervious to tumma. Shain mekadvin tumma alor midivrei Torah, alor midivrei sofrim. Neither on a Torah level nor on a rabbinic level, they are so far removed from the the, the concept of being a kli uh, that they don't aren't mekabel tumma. And Timid Patil, and just uh, to finish off with the last thing he says from his uh, the, the halachic perspective, he says uh, in terms of uh, that uh, that vessel that was inside a, uh, a, a, a house in which a corpse is, he said uh, that that's covered. Ad uh, He said that uh, it, it, it will remain even though there is a hole on the side, unless that's the majority of the whole item. It says uh, you it, it it will become it will stay uh, pure uh, because it is covered, uh, and uh, and and that's it. So he says if if that's um, Oh, achieved uh, uh, He says that yeah, it 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 will stay uh, it it will stay um, pure unless uh, it gets broken. Um, okay, that's uh, and that uh, that's it. Oh, there is really another understanding of this, I suppose, uh, in terms of it. Uh, it it uh, even if it is covered, if it's got a hole on the side, uh, it seems to be that. Uh, um, it, it will be maintained until you break most of it. Actually, so there's you know an, an, a different uh, understanding of that as well. So in any case, um, we have finished Hadron Lach Hamatnia. We have finished the uh, na, um, the tenth uh, chapter, and now we move on to the eleventh. Eleventh chapter. <coughs> Uh, is where we kind of finish off uh, the discussion about carrying, which has occupied a large amount of uh, of uh, space uh, in this Gomorrah. Uh, we do finish off uh, with it here, uh, and we then, from, from here on, we move into uh, a whole lot of other malachot of, uh, of Shabbat, uh, quite a few shortish chapters uh, coming up, and, and they all kind of deal with specific uh, items and instances uh, in terms of Shabbat. Uh, starting off, our Mishnah says, Hazareik mirushutiachil rushutarabim. If you throw, uh, this takes us back actually to, to stuff that we had dealt with uh, in the first few dapim uh, of uh, the Mesechet. Uh, we had discussed a lot of this stuff before. And uh, uh, we had referred to it, and oftentimes uh, there is this cross-reference uh, between these dapim and the early dapim in our Masechet. So, if you throw something, uh, if you throw it from one domain, the public domain, a private domain, to uh, the public domain, or or vice versa, from the public domain to the private domain, you are liable. So, throwing is defined uh, as, as, as carrying. What happens if you throw from a private domain to another private domain? Uh, but there is this uh, big public domain, this uh, uh, this road in the middle. Rabbi Akiva Machayev. Rabbi Akiva says you are chayev. Uh, remember Rabbi Akiva's opinion was uh, uh, you consider it as if it's uh, something that's thrown as if it lands uh, at all points uh, throughout it. So therefore there are multiple um, uh, you know, akiras and hanachas, akiras and hanachas throughout that whole thing. So he says you are chayev. Chachamim portrin. The Rabbi say actually you are exempt. We'll obviously get into a lot of de- detail uh, with that. Um, anyway, Kaita, 
that, uh, it just gives an example. Uh, uh, if you have two balconies, these guz tariot, that are opposite sides of the public domain, uh, on opposite sides of the public domain, uh, if you uh, either hand something over, uh, uh, if you either pass it over or uh, you throw it from one side to the other, you are exempt. However, uh, interestingly enough, and probably a little counterintuitively, uh, what happens if you have two balconies uh, next to each other on the same level, uh, on the same side of the street? Okay, if you pass over uh, something from one uh, to the other, you are chayv, that is breaking Shabbat. Hazarek, uh, if you throw it, patur, uh, then you are exempt. Shikach, um, and the reason for this, as we said, sounds somewhat counterintuitive, uh, that uh, something right next to each other you'd be chayv for, but something further away you wouldn't. Uh, how does that work? He says, no, shikach. Uh, the idea is that we, we get this from the what it was like in the desert or the Mishkan, the times in the Mishkan or the building of the Mishkan, excuse me, and uh, we see that that's what the Levim used to do. Why? Uh, really, the Levim, uh, there were two wagons. They uh, it stood on two wagons uh, when, the, when, the, uh, the, when they got the call uh, to, to leave and dismantle camp. Uh, the Levim jumped onto their wagons, and what they used to do uh, was uh, there was one behind each other in the Rishutarabim, Moshitin. Uh, uh, and what they used to do was dismantle the Mishkan, uh, the tabernacle, and pass the beams uh, from one wagon to the other. Aval Lozorkin. They never used to uh, throw them uh, from one to the other. Uh, the last <coughs> Rashi, uh, uh, you know, it says uh, because of the the covered, the last Rashi, the last two words on the page uh, says Rashi. Uh, it says because uh, you know the other they it says Kovodan, which really means because they wanted to show them uh, they were. They were honoured, okay, uh, you know, the, it's, uh, or they were heavy, okay, uh, one of the two uh, in terms of that, either because they, they didn't want to show disrespect uh, to it, I think Rashi just says, because they are heavy. Okay, uh, that's, uh, that is, uh, that's that. Okay, the Gemara uh, picks up uh, on the conceptual basis behind everything. Mikti, Zrika Tolda Dotsahi, we say uh, throwing is really a subcategory of uh, taking stuff up. Um, and it says, Hotsa Gufa Hekek Tivi. Hanotsa, you know, when we talk about uh, carrying out, where is it written uh, that you can't carry out? Interestingly, the Gomorrah asks this question about. Um, Carrying, it doesn't seem to, uh, you know, ask this about any other malachot. Uh, it's interesting that Tosfot over here says this is a malacha gerua. Uh, carrying out is seems to be an inferior type of uh, uh, action because you're not really making a change uh, to anything. You just, uh, uh, you just, you know, just the, the domain changes, but uh, the actual idea itself, uh, the actual item itself doesn't change, as opposed to, uh, for example, if you cook something or you dye something or uh, something along those lines, uh, you can see a definite change in the item that's been worked on. 
Uh, all right, continuing, uh, we say, Heikha so we ask, where is it written? Amar Rabbi Yochanan, Amar the Pasuk says, V'yatzav Moshe, Vavru kol b'machane. Uh, the Pasuk says that Moshe commanded, uh, and, they, and they called throughout the camp uh, to stop uh, bringing any more uh, items to contribute to the, the, the Mishkan, uh, and says the people stopped bringing. This is the first uh, charity collection in history that was oversubscribed, and they... Uh, and they made you know uh, more more money than they said uh, uh, they, than they needed. That's not uh, I would assume that doesn't happen uh, on an ongoing basis. But this was one of the times where they actually stopped called, calling for donations. Okay. Moshe uh, Hechan Havayativ, and and we say, where was Moshe sitting? He was sitting by Machanelivia. He was sitting in the the camp of the Levites, and uh, and therefore uh, that is defined Machanelivia Rishut Harabim Havay. And they say the Machane of the Levim uh, was the Rishut Harabim, uh, because it would seem that uh, you know there were six hundred thousand people passing through it. Vagamalu uh, Israel. What did it say to the Jewish people? Law. Takifu Don't come from your own private domains to the public domain. So that's really uh, the source uh, of uh, of this in the Torah. Gemara questions this. It says, uh, How do you know uh, that this was Shabbat? Maybe Maybe Moshe made this announcement uh, during the week. Uh, and it says, and, and, and the simple reason, uh, it says, Bikumishum, the, the, the Shlima, Malacha, where they had finished the work and they didn't need any more. So, how do you know this was a special Shabbat Halacha? Uh, and we say, and, uh, we say, how do you know, and they finished the work and we know this, uh, from the Pasuk, it says, Um, uh, and the work was, uh, finished. It was enough. I am, uh, there was enough. So the Gemara says, how do you know it was Shabbat? Gemara Havara Vara Miyom Hakipurim. We learn a Gazaira Shava. It says, for, from, as we said, passes uh, over here. Uh, we, we said passes over here, and we also said passes when it came to Yom Kippur. Uh, what are we talking about here? Kadiv Hatam Vaviru Koba Machane. It says, they passed this, uh, the, the, there was a voice passing through the camp. I had to tell the Jews to stop. Kadiv Hatam, and it's talked there about Yom Kippur. Shofar uh, you should blow uh, Shofar uh, past this uh, Shofar Tra on the, the on the tenth of the month, which is Yom Kippur. Uh, on the, the the same way that on that day uh, it was Asur, uh, Yom Kippur, that's Asur of Malacha and Asur of uh, you know it's it like Shabbat. Afkan Biom Asur. So too uh, we said that it is uh, a day that you uh, can't. Um, do work. So that's why we said this was done on Shabbat. Uh, and Yom Kippur and Shabbat obviously have similar laws. Gemara continues uh, examining. Okay, we found out Hotsa uh, uh, taking something out uh, of a domain. How do you know? Bring in uh, also shares uh, the same rules. Savarahi, uh, we say no, that is logical. Mihdi, uh, because let's look at it. Uh, it says, uh, What's the difference if I bring something in or take it out? I'm moving it from one domain to the other. Uh, the direction shouldn't make any difference. Uh, no, really what, uh, what we're trying to get across is uh, right? Uh, surely, uh, what do we say uh, is that Hotsa, 
uh, taking something out uh, that is known as the av melacha, uh, the primary melacha, and the hachnasa, uh, bringing it in, uh, is defined as the torda, the subsidiary uh, of, uh, of of the main category. Yorma says, well, you know, michdi, uh, let's have a look at this. What's the difference uh, to, you know, it seems semantic, uh, the difference over here, because one, you know, whether you bring it in or take it out, you are liable uh, for the same melacha. Uh, and, uh, you know, amai kari lai, hai av, amai kari lai, hai tolda. What is the difference? Uh, why do you call the one the, the, the main melacha and one the subsidiary melacha? And the Gemara says, um, you know, mechdi, uh, um, Sorry, we, we said that why do you call the one the, the, the main one and the other one the other one? So this is enough Kamina, what is the difference? Uh, the, the difference is because if you do two avot uh, at one time, will you do two uh, subcategories of, uh, of the things together? Uh, it says, uh, then you'd be liable for each one. Uh, but if you do the av and the tolda, uh, you're only liable once. So it would seem that if you took something out and then you went from outside and then you brought it uh, back in uh, at both times, you picked it up and then you, you took it outside, you put it down and then you picked it up outside uh, and you brought it back in. Uh, in, in that case, you'd only be liable one because it's one's doing an av, one is doing a tolda. Um, so that that's the answer to that. However, uh, there is the opinion of Rebbe Eliezer. Uh, we haven't seen for for some time, but Rebbe Eliezer, uh, told Makom Av. We had this, I think, uh, in the seventies when we dealt with uh, Klau Gadol. Uh, but we had Rebbe Eliezer's opinion, uh, where it says he says there is no distinction uh, about between an Av and a Tolda. He says, uh, he says, if you do a tolda and you do an av, uh, still, every act of malacha, you're liable uh, each, for each one. Uh, he says, don't worry about that. He says that uh, even if you do it together, uh, you're still liable. Uh, av and a tolda together, you'd be liable twice. So according to him, what's the difference, whether it's called an av or a tolda, uh, you'd be liable for every one. So, it, uh, you know, it's, is it only cement? No, he says, Hach, the Hava Mishkan Hashiva, Karela Av, the Hach, the Havu, Mishkan, the law, Hava Mishkan Hashiva, law Karela Av. He says, No, the reason is uh, something that was actually performed in a, in the Mishkan uh, that is defined as an Av, uh, that was something that was not uh, defined, you know, done in the Mishkan uh, is not called an Av, that is therefore called a Toda. Inami, another answer, Hi, Kativa. Uh, if it was written, uh, not that much it is written about Shabbat, but assuming uh, there's, there's a few things that are written, those are called avs. Inami have a av, and something that is not written is a subcategory. It's a little difficult that because uh, I, I think in terms of there's, there's a lot of avod malachot that aren't actually written in the Torah. Uh, so I'm not quite sure exactly um, you know whether how he gets uh, out of that because a lot of the stuff is not uh, written in the Torah. Okay. Um, uh, now, the next uh, question uh, that the, the Gomorrah raises.
What happens if you throw something for Amot and it lands up against a wall? Uh, if you throw it and it's like sticky and it lands um, more than four Amot away and it lands on a wall, like kind of gets stuck to a wall, it's like you've thrown in the air because it hasn't come to land. You've done the Akira and you've thrown it, but there's no Hanacha. Uh, within uh, the, the the ground, and therefore it defines you've thrown something up in the air. However, uh, when it's below 10 Tvachim, that is the magical height of uh, the Rishut HaRabim, uh, or the defined height, maybe, not necessarily magical, uh, but that's the defined height of the Rishut HaRabim, uh, then uh, you've thrown Fuamot in a Rishut HaRabim, uh, that is if you've thrown it on the floor, uh, and therefore you are liable. And also if you throw it, uh, on four amot in the Rishut Rabbim and it lands on the ground, you are chayv, that is uh, transferring something four amot in the Rishut Harabim. Zarak Abba Amot, Rishut Rabbim, Minadan Vechayv. And how do you know that if you throw four amot into the uh, public domain, uh, you are liable? Amaravoshaya, Shukain, Orgay, Yuriot, Zorkim, Machatehim, Zelaze. Talking about uh, the, the way we learn it from in the Mishkan. Okay, and we say about that the people that wove uh, these. Um, Yiriot, uh, these curtains, these tapestries, uh, what they used to do, Zorkin Machatehim, they used to throw the needles uh, to each other. For if they needed to borrow it, they would ask each other and they'd throw the needles to each other. And the Gemara says, well, Are you sure about that? It says, Orgin Machatin Lama Lehu. You know, why do weavers uh, need needles? The whole the lever, weavers work on a loom. And you know, one thing goes up, one thing goes down. There's no, uh, there's no needles involved. There's a lot of string, uh, you know, and, and 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 things like that, and and the, the heddles and all things in in terms of weaving. Uh, but there's nothing uh, that they would throw to each other. They wouldn't necessarily need needles at all. Uh, and therefore, Ella, we change it around. She can't toss, uh, 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 who throws things to each other? The people who sew uh, these um, uh, tapestries. Uh, they, they would, you know, sewing obviously requires a needle, uh, and, uh, and and they would throw the needles to each other. The Gemara says, "Well, hold on one sec, Dilma, Gabe, how did I have a Maybe they sat next to each other. There'd be no need to throw something. You would just pass it." Um, now the Gemara answers about that. Um, Batu uh, uh It says the the reason is that they they would um uh, they they would sit far away from each other because otherwise uh, as they moved around they poke each other they couldn't sit right next to each other uh, because they would hurt each other with their needles uh, therefore um, they they must have sat uh, farther away further away so the Gemara says listen that's also not a great proof Dilma we talk about it could have been uh, that you know they would have sat um, uh, with each other and made sure you know maybe like 
kind of a back-to-back type of thing so you know and, and using uh, different hands so when they sewed they wouldn't interfere with each other but maybe they were right next to each other uh, in a back-to-back kind of way and they wouldn't need to therefore throw they could just pass it over uh, so that is not a great proof Ella I'm Rav Rav says a different uh, way of learning a chicane or gay yuriot as the people that weave these tapestries throw the the shuttle right where you've got the uh, the thread uh, one to each other so they they would weave it and they would as the one lifted up uh, the one part of the 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 loom uh, and uh, and then uh, they'd throw it to each other so the string would go through then they'd move it and then they'd close the loom and go all the way through to the bottom then another throw would take place and then the loom would come up and down up and down that's how you do it each time you know between the up and down uh, they would uh, throw the thing to each other the the thread to each other and that way it would go in and go to get weaven uh, that way woven that way and uh, the Gemara says um, that's not necessarily um, throwing uh, surely there was the bit of uh, the string that was uh, on their hands as well so that that is not really a complete uh, throwing um, as uh, as we've seen before uh, it says uh, what are we talking about Beniska uh, Batra no it must be talking about the last one uh, where they're no longer the last uh, thread that gets woven uh, they they would throw the last one and then we know uh, bits attached to the person's hand after he's thrown. All right, uh, the Gemara says, Bahama Kompatu Kazla. But, you know, maybe it went in a, in, you know, the, this, it was traveling through an exempt domain. Uh, you know, if the tapestry wasn't that. Uh, that wide, uh, you know, maybe also it was uh, uh, higher than a certain amount, uh, you know, and that's it. If you throw in this exempt domain, uh, then you are. Um, uh, then you are exempt, obviously. Ella, so we'll try again. Ella, she orgai yiriot, zokin, bekusyar, le shualayim. These weavers of the tapestry throw the shuttle to other people uh, who wanted to borrow it from them. Um, and the Gemara asked the same kind of questions that before. But Dilma, Gabe, how did I have you? Maybe they sat next to each other. The Gemara said, no, how did I have You can't do because, uh, you know, that's, uh, they would end up bashing into each other uh, if they sat very close to each other. They, they'd get in each other's ways. Um, why? Maybe they weren't in a straight line, maybe they were like uh, staggered in, in a certain type of position, etc. Further question for two, is it really true that they borrowed stuff from their friend Vatanya? Luda, Luda taught the following. Each person uh, did the work that they were doing. That means that he did his own work. Uh, and they didn't do their friends' work. In other words, uh, everyone had their own tools. They didn't need to borrow um, uh, needles or anything uh, from each other. So therefore, st- you know, with all of these caches, uh, we have to come out. Uh, and two, uh, sorry, there's some more uh, caches over here. Um, uh, 
uh, and and even that, you know, even if you are, are saying that, you know, this is how uh, this could be a source over here. Still, the further uh, question that we have carrying Fuamot and Rishutarabim, where do we see that? Uh, that that wasn't you know part of the weavers or anything uh, or sewers or whatever the case is. Ella, uh, the Gemara answers a catch-all answer. Call Arba Amot Rishutarabim Gemara Gemirale. Really, the idea is in terms of this, uh, any Fuamot in the public domain. Uh, is uh, uh, is also a Gemara Gemirale. Uh, it, it seems to be a Lokomoshim Sinai. Even the, the other stuff before uh, that we had could answer it uh, that way as well. Uh, these are all laws uh, that were just Gemara Gemirale. We all learned these are kind of. Uh, Similar to Aloha Moshe Misina uh, type of, of laws, uh, and, uh, and, and we can't learn it from the Pesukim uh, themselves and uh, you know what exactly they did in the Vayta Mikdash. Okay, uh, moving on uh, from, the, from there, uh, what we actually see, uh, we're going to discuss here the Makoshesh, uh, the person that was caught gathering wood. Okay, I'm Rav Yehuda. I'm Ashmol. We're gonna have a different number of different opinions. Makoshesh, Hamayavir Abba Amot Rabim Have. What was his sin? His sin was uh, that he was carrying uh, in the public domain. Uh, that was it. He carried four Amot and Rishutarabim, and that is why he was killed. Van Nitin Tana, a um, a bright taut tolesh Have. He used he uh, uh, detached these branches that were still. Growing, it seems that uh, there was a miraculous kind of vegetation in the desert as well. The desert we normally think of as uh, uh, totally uh, inhospitable and uh, not a tree in, in sight or anything like that. The Jews, uh, you know, seem to be for the for the Mishkan, at least for those purposes, they must have had uh, some type of. Um, growth in the desert uh, for them to to do all of these things. <clears throat> yeah, it could have been miraculous as well, but uh, it would seem that uh, there would be, um, uh, you know, these kind of things in the desert as well. So he was, uh, you know, he cut off these branches that were growing around him, uh, and that's why he was punished. Uh, third answer um, uh, t- after Tolesh Rav Acha Brady Yaakov Amar Hava. He was collecting. Uh, and, and gathering the, these uh, things into a pile uh, that is also that's defined as ma'amer, uh, gather, gathering things that are, are uh, you know, that, that grow from the ground. Okay, uh, and the Gemara says, well, what's the difference? Uh, so what really is the difference uh, between these uh, these various opinions? Uh, one that says that he, uh, uh, you know, he was he was carrying. The one that says he was, you know, he he he, he uh, cut. He, you know, he he uh, transplanted. I mean, he uh, he did kotzer. He detached it. And the one that says he was just ma'amer. He was gathering these sticks. What what happened happened. Uh, and and therefore, you know, what's the difference? He was punished and he was put to death. Uh, surely that's all we need to know. Uh, and we say no. Uh, the difference is kederav. Uh, as, as Rav said, I'm a Rav Matzati Megillat Starim by Rabbi Chia. I found a hidden book of uh, of uh, what uh, what Rabbi Chia said. Okay, Rabbi Chia, uh, that you weren't allowed to write down the uh, the oral Torah. Uh, on, a, on a formal basis until, you know, we, we, Rabbi Huda Nasi started formulating the Mishnah and the Gomorrah around that uh, came around that. But uh, we see until then, you know, you couldn't, you couldn't uh, formally put out a book. But yeah, uh, you, until that time, they used to, the rabbis used to write uh, these private books uh, for themselves so that they could remember things. It wasn't that you had to absolutely remember everything. You could write stuff down. Um, in any case, I found uh, the scroll in Rabbi Kiyah's house, and it was written in there, 
Isi ben Yehuda Omer, Isi ben Yehuda says, Avot Malachot, Abraham, Chaser Echad. There are 40 less one, i.e. 39 uh, prohibited Malachot, uh, types of work on Shabbat, Vim Asan, Kulam Vehelem Echad, uh, it says if you did all of them on uh, all uh, at, at one time, then you only liable once. Gomorrah says, well, hold on one sec. We saw uh, very clearly in Klau Gadol, chapter 7, you would be liable for more. Well, surely, the, the, you know, that's... Um, you liable for many more. We got up to 39. That was the whole point uh, about why it says 39. Uh, it says, We asked about that. Why do I need to know? It's 39. Why do I need to know? You are liable for each one if you did them in one lapse of awareness. So that's the maximum amount of uh, the Chata'ot you'd be liable to. Okay, so we have to obviously change that thing in the um, uh, the 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 brighter so therefore we amend it and we say uh, uh, so really what is meant to say uh, in that uh, in this hidden scroll uh, is that uh, only the you, you you're not liable um, uh, you're not liable for for one of them one of these 39 malachot you will not uh, get carrot or the death penalty, whatever the case is, there's one that you won't. Okay, so uh, the reason that we have this thing, we say, oh, this is the malocha, this is the malocha, and that's a malocha, Rabbi Huda, Shitzelay, Demaivir, Chayav, Matnitin. Rabbi Huda says, no, uh, when it talks about carrying uh, and transferring things in the Rishonabim, uh, you would get the death penalty. There's not one of the 39, because it says there's one of the 39 uh, that uh, you won't get the death penalty for. You'll get lashed, uh, but all the rest you do get the death penalty for. So according to Rabbi Huda, can't be carrying because he says carrying you will get the death penalty for uh, it says uh, according to that brighter um, you you know if you, if you detach something then you'd be uh, definitely liable it must be one of the other 38 uh, that uh, you're not liable for Rav by Yaakov he says no he says no uh, gathering you definitely get it uh, maybe it must be one of the others me Sava Miat Safka um, you know, so, you know, whichever say, you know, whoever said that, he says there's no problem, uh, you know, and that's it. Um, so, sorry, whoever uh, says it, that malacha is definitely sure that that malacha, therefore, uh, is not the malacha which you're not going to get um, the death penalty for or carried for, uh, etc. So it says, Masava ha mia lo masafka. He says, well, at least ma malacha that I mentioned over here, uh, we see that uh, uh, this this was done uh, this way and uh, done in the temple, and therefore you did uh, would get the penalty death penalty for because the Mikoshesh did uh, get the death penalty. So therefore, that can't be uh, the the missing one out. Okay, we're trying to ask which is the malacha uh, trying to work out logically which would be the malacha that uh, you know you wouldn't you're not allowed to do but if you did do it um, you are uh, um, you, you're not liable uh, for death uh, for that last one and for all of these three things uh, whether it is um, 
caring uh, and uh, or amer um, uh, gathering together or, or kotzer or, or reaping. Uh, it says the, the, those three. You know, you definitely, or at least according to that person, uh, each individual tana that you won't be liable. Uh, you will be liable for the death penalty for that, so that can't be the, the missing one out in terms of not uh, getting the death penalty uh, um, yeah, for, for one aspect of Shabbat. Okay, um, that, uh, uh, that is that. Okay, all right, we will uh, uh, stop there uh, and we'll get more into the discussion about the Mokoshosh tomorrow. Uh, in any case, everyone should have a good day.